0: Ten days until the primary. Too much time for a featured guest. We have a panel of the full-time starting with Rudy Veet. the simple country lawyer from Cole County. Welcome back, sir.
1: Welcome. Glad to be back. Glad for your time. Glad for you to do. And just uh, elections, if uh, having an opponent doesn't do anything else, it helps you control your ego and keeps you a little more humble. Well, we get, uh, when we get elected, we, get, we come with an ego. It grows. We get a good competitive race. It brings it a little more back to normal.
0: Well, the person who doesn't have to worry about that, the 35th Senator, Pat Thomas. Thank you very much. Welcome back.
1: Well, thanks for
2: having me. Jack
0: Cardetti, you need an opponent sometimes, I think. The Prince of Phelps County, welcome back to the show, sir. Keep your ego in control. Surrounded by Republicans here. Love it. (laughs) Like normal. And from Freedom Loving Franklin County, James Harris, thank you for making the time. Good afternoon. So, you've seen a ton of Republican primaries. Is
3: anyone more fun than this one? It's an interesting race. Um, Yeah, there's not been a lot of, maybe, intensity with campaigns and campaigns from the past for this year, but um, a lot of moving parts, especially the super PAC that came in the last two or three weeks, Show Me Values packed to go after Eric Greitens, and I have to admit, I was wrong. I didn't think Eric Greitens could be beat, and he, I think he's now going to be.
0: You know, it's an interesting thing. You, you've a person in the newspaper business, maybe it's a little depressing. How many ads were ran? Credible sources, first ladies, people that, are, that have details, have ran these all these news articles, and it didn't dent him. What dented not with Republican primary voters was a major media buy with commercials. They believe the commercials more than the news. Which uh... frustrating maybe, but, but I think if you look at the scoreboard, that's what did it. That's right. Pat Thomas, uh, you talk to more Republicans than most people I know. What do you think that race is at right now?
2: I think it's on the uphill for Schmidt and Hartzler's holding her own and I think Greitens is about to find out his, what he thought his floor was. He has a new floor.
0: So let's just walk through this. Uh, McCloskey could have taken off. I, I honestly, I've watched Martin McCloskey. You go to an event, I was at, at your Cole County Lincoln. people want a picture with him. They like him. But somehow he just didn't, he kept the gun at home. I'm not quite sure why. Billy Long never took off. Senator Shots looks like he didn't quite, wasn't able to break through. And, and if you're Congresswoman Hartzer, you wanted to be a little further along right now, didn't you?
2: I would agree. I think there's been a lot of extra clutter. And I think that people are just now starting to make their decisions.
0: I mean, to me, there's some folks clearly in every poll you see, whether it's a state Senate poll, whether it's a statewide poll, you see some folks maybe having some sec- second reservations about Greitens. Those folks seem to be going to Schmidt. You, you talk to folks every day on the doors. What well, are you
1: hearing? That's I'm surprised in, in knocking on doors. Greitens has his section. You get some against him. But the majority I've seen, has been more switching to Vicki Hoshler. They're saying one or two of them refer to her just as, as that woman. They didn't like the Eric's.
0: Well, you know what she is? Vicki Hartzler is very genuine. I mean, Vicky Hartzler comes off and says, I am a religious, devout Christian woman, and we've seen candidates say that, and it well, like the former governor, it didn't really come out to be that way. Vicki Hartzler is what she says she is, and there's a very genuineness to that.
1: Well, with Attorney General Smith is the people I encountered were not happy about all his lawsuits. They he probably pushed a little far, right? They thought that that meant he was disingenuous and wasn't sincere and is all about politics.
0: James Harris, I thought when he was suing over masks, over kids being masked, I thought he was on a roll. I think that took him from kind of down in single digits and took him right to the top of the pack. I do think maybe some of the lawsuits, I mean, Republicans aren't necessarily trained to think lawsuits are good things.
3: No, and then also in a lot of the rural parts of the state, Uh, Voters don't think of their school district as being liberal. They probably know their people on the school board, so uh, I think that created lots of consternation.
0: Jack Cardetti, there is a Democrat primary, kind of snuck up on folks. Uh, Lucas Kuntz, as he talks a little different, he acts a little different, kind of that candor model almost, but Trudy Bush is Gussie's daughter. What's happening?
4: Yeah, I mean, Lucas Kuntz has run a great race all throughout, but you can see just in the last few weeks that Bush Valentine's starting to gain some traction rolling out lots of endorsements, bringing some in organized labor and other elected organized officials labor. along. And I think that's important. I mean, the most powerful thing in politics is momentum, right? And the, who has the momentum in the last 10 days here is really, really telling in a lot of these close races. I think she probably has a little bit of the momentum and we'll see if that carries her these over. These labor
0: clubs usually have these meetings at the end of May, early June. They're having them at the middle of end of July, but they're all the ones that are having their meetings. They're usually all coming in behind Trudy Bush. I do think she's got the, the fun the money advantage on television, which is a Democrat primary. It's not as important as a Republican still. Uh, who's gonna win
2: well that's
4: what labor is important right because money you need money to get your message out but you have to have boots on the ground yeah. right and so that's always been the question about her is could she actually produce a grass in a short amount of time here a grassroots uh campaign i think with the help of labor whether i think she does and i think she just barely gets over the hump but i tell you there are a ton of undecided voters in that race it, oddly enough at this. and had tipped to lucas coons i
0: mean it wasn't that long it was 15 years ago he's running for rudy seat as a pro-life Democrat, which is how you'd have to run if you were going to run for that seat as a Democrat. And I tell you what, he is now the darling of really the left in that Democrat primary. That takes some political
4: skill. Yeah, I mean, he has really weathered this long campaign and done really well. If you'll remember, Scott Sipton, a really Mm -hmm. quality state senator, was in there. He got him out of the race, right? And he's done everything he's needed to, but I wonder if he doesn't get caught at the very end of the race here.
0: It it could be one of those things he's done everything he could do and just, I mean, his dad never owned the Cardinals, right? Yeah. James, just give me a prediction here. I, I, I think the race is, is tightening up. I saw Eric Schmidt finally, for the first time I seen him at Tag rides. I think it was like a, a little quitter that abuses women. Like, he's totally not laid a glove on him the whole time. There was a thought behind, I'm going to say that now. What was he thinking?
3: Um, I think it's the right time to talk to voters about, about time,
0: this. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, you, it's a, you want to probably give distance, because Eric Grimes has very hardcore supporters. The ones that are pulling off, baby, he didn't want to offend them, but I, don't, I know Eric Schmidt. He didn't say, you're a little quitter that abuses women without thinking that through. I would agree. You can't be throwing and say, I'm the fighter, but not fight your opponent, right?
2: Well, he has the best advisors.
0: They, uh, if, this, if this race goes the way that it could trend, it really will be a time where these guys laid out a campaign plan and it actually met live fire and they, and they were successful. James, give me a prediction on this Republican side.
3: Uh, Eric Schmidt I think will win.
0: It feels like for the first time, really about the last two weeks now, for the first time I could say I'd rather be Eric Greitens in the field, right? This is the first time when I would say I'd rather be Schmidt than anybody else. Who wins the race?
2: Eric Schmidt.
1: Who wins this race? I really don't have an opinion. I I, I listen to people and, and everybody comes up different angles. Certainly. Eric Gritens has the most dedicated bunch. I of agree that are, to that. are locked in for him or are locked in for now him. Now the
4: one thing that could change up this race though in the last 10 days, a Donald Trump endorsement. Right? Sure. It's one of the few factors I think that could I come to in. I want get your prediction really, real quick really here. Real. Minus the Trump endorsement, yeah. who wins this race? I've said some from day one, I thought Hartzler wins this race, right? You I think for that? a couple reasons. Only female in the field, but also, as you alluded to earlier, she's probably the most authentic. you know, she's the most authenticity of being candid. She actually she believes is genuine. what yes. she's out there saying or whatever. Yes. Eric Greitens believes in Eric Greitens, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and obviously, so I, I, I still this, think, yeah. I think the Trump non-endorsement did hurt. I think it took some momentum away. Not so, a, it was an attack. Uh, yeah, and, it, I, mean, and it was, I think that has hurt her, because if not for that, I think she wins this race. I think, if I had to guess right now, I think Schmidt wins it.
0: Well, this is the part that surprised me. Look, I don't think Josh Hawley's endorsement, I think he's the most popular elected official in Missouri, amongst, amongst the voters, amongst folks. I don't think any endorsement mattered, besides Trump's. But he didn't bring any money. I, I've just not seen a lot of that, that endorsement I thought was a big deal at the time. It doesn't seem like much right now.
4: Popularity in politics isn't transferable.
0: We see, it, is. we see but it all we see it all it is, it is. I
4: haven't but seen any money. An organization yeah. trans- yeah, It's yeah. transferable again. But we've seen it time and time again, we see it a lot with Democrat popular, Democratic governors in red states, right? Where they can, they'll get elected time after time after time, but they can't transfer that to their next, their Lieutenant governor or someone else in the party. All right, it's James, an, you have a national net.
0: That. I love seeing Combest when he'll, he'll link to this like James Harris quote in Politico or whatever it is in the Trump world. I don't think anybody can predict what he does, but if, you had, if, I, if we had to put a, a cold, frosty Bud Light, as Trudy Bush's dad would say, where would we put it on Donald Trump endorsing?
3: I think he'll endorse Eric Schmidt because I think he'll want to
0: follow momentum and be with the winner. That just makes sense to me for what he does, right? And he'll probably, if Eric Greitens wins, be like, yeah, I was really behind you, right? Pat Thomas, you've got a, a bit of a dog in the fight of this auditor's race. It's a race that flies under the radar every time. Tell me, tell me give me the state of play in it right now.
2: Well, I think it appears people have drawn their Alamos, so to speak. It looks to me Mm -hmm. like if you're a Fitzpatrick guy, you're going to hit rural Missouri, and you're going to make sure your base in Southwest turns out. That's the
0: key, right? He's got to turn those folks out for him. He's got
2: to turn them out. Um, There was a straw poll done down in Jasper County just a week or two ago, and it was like 6 to 200. I mean, it was not even close. Um, Gregory, I think, is betting on the two big Metropolitans to turn out for him.
0: It's interesting. I, I saw that um, you know, the Herzogs came in big for Fitzpatrick. The school choice folks, they came in big for, for Fitzpatrick. I uh, wonder if Gregory's regretting a few of those votes now. He was pretty loyal to them. That puts Fitzpatrick at parity. That's what you probably, if you're Fitzpatrick and you have parity, you probably win, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, David Gregory, impressive guy. The commercials are good. I mean, he should not win this race. He is the underdog running against a sitting statewide official. He's done about everything you could do to show well though, right?
3: No, he's done good, and I think the 15-second ads in a low-budget race yeah. is smart. I think Margaret Kelly, if I went back years and years ago, did that. I haven't seen it in a long time. But um, I think, you know, Scott Fitzpatrick's in a good position because he's got some statewide organization, and if he can rally southwest Missouri, that puts him... You got the
0: endorsement of this guy across the rotunda here. That's right. Uh, I love life. this. There's only one Sunday morning talk show. We're going to get a Margaret Kelly reference, and that's this week in Missouri politics. Rudy V, tell me about your colleague, David Gregory.
1: Well, I've worked with Dave, uh, Judiciary Committee and other committees, and certainly he is sharp. He's, he's very knowledgeable. Uh, he knows that it's a challenge because he's running someone who already has statewide recognition. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw his 15 minute ads. I, I didn't see anything inflammatory about him. I, you know, he's marketing the idea. Yeah, and he's running he, like he's on fire, right? And he's, he is an auditor. He has a background in accounting and auditing, and that's what he's running running on. He doesn't even mention that he's a lawyer.
0: I'm not going to ask you for a prediction. Pat, tell me who wins this race. By how much?
2: Fitzpatrick by seven. What do you think? Uh, I
4: think it's going to be close. I think Fitzpatrick just barely pulls it off. It feels to me like these things break big. But, uh, I, I don't think. Know. I think this is one where it's Fitzpatrick, because he was appointed and some other things, I don't think he has the traditional, some of the the, the incumbency because. advantages, right? And now usually it's a big money advantage, and and Gregory has done well keeping up, but I still think Fitzpatrick, if I had to be from St. Louis or from or from Southwest Missouri in a Republican primary, I'd take Southwest Missouri.
0: Uh, feels right i mean i think there was a significant money advantage for gregory that that is closed here at the end i do you know to me if you if one of them was going to spend 20 more than the other i'd take the other one, either way but if they're going to spend about the same money yeah uh, you will see
3: i agree with uh, jack and the one thing i would say that helps uh, gregory is saying auditing uh, auditor in his tv yeah. ads in in a race where people aren't really sure who they're voting for not a lot of information that probably helps him out a little bit, but I think it's Fitzpatrick ultimately, but close. First thing I
0: thought about was something you've said on this show multiple times. I remember we back in the St. Louis studio, you said if your opponent's complaining about the ad, it's a good ad, and there was a pushback on Gregory's not an auditor or whatever. I
4: was like, ooh, that means that's a good ad, right? Yeah, I mean, when you're explaining, you're losing. And it also means, that if you're explaining, that message is getting through right that yeah. your opponent's message i think it is here i think it's a it's a good ad and the fact that you know some of the newspapers are, are t- picking that apart or whatever i'm not sure that's uh, that hurts it.
0: oh i'm sure they're tickled right i mean yeah we'll be right back like we're gonna talk a little congressional primaries getting some state senate primaries after this but first Go to showmissouri.com. This is Missouri, one county at a time. We're on our tour talking to folks that are leaving the Senate. We started with Dan Hageman. We're in Andrew County, uh, not a better guy to look back. He has the longest spanning career in the legislature, was in the House in the 80s, and now he's leaving now as budget chair. Interesting time with Dan Hageman. Go to showmissouri.com and check it out. We'll be right back after this.
3: For more than a century, the St. Louis Carpenters Union has shaped our communities. Through trusted alliances, we deliver skilled professional craftspeople while our business partners provide the kind of quality jobs that keep our economy humming. It's a blueprint that has worked since 1882. Turning Missouri into a right-to-work state stalls progress, wipes out jobs, and kills momentum. Right-to-work is wrong for everyone. Let's keep Missouri moving forward. Visit carpdc.org to learn more
4: your energy needs are changing. That's why at Ameren, Missouri, we're not waiting on the future. We're building it with the Smart Energy Plan, advancing thousands of projects across the state, helping reduce emissions through cleaner energy sources, boost reliability with self-healing equipment, and better withstand storms with new composite poles. Moving Missouri forward and bringing
1: us all a little closer together. That's energy at work, Ameren, Missouri.
3: I'm Steve Roberts, and I'm running for Congress against Cory Bush. Our country is spinning out of control. High gas prices grow and children murdered in their schools. Now is the time to stand with President Biden, and I'll have his back, both in service and in Congress. I won't vote against the president just because I don't get everything I want. And together, we'll pass common sense gun laws and work to reform the police, not to fund them. I'm Steve Roberts, and I approve this message. I'm Eric Schmidt, and I think Joe Biden is a total disaster.
4: That's why I'm taking my blowtorch to his socialist agenda. As your attorney general, I put a stop to Biden's open border policies. I sued to get rid of Fauci's COVID mandates, and I stood with President Trump to stop election fraud. In the Senate, I'll turn the heat up on the Biden Democrats. I prove this message because now is the time to take our country back. We thought it was over. Missouri Republican Governor Eric Greitens has just resigned this afternoon. Scandal after scandal. Already facing a felony charge now accused of a second felony. Now there's more about Eric Greitens.
2: Former Missouri Governor is now accused of spousal abuse and intimidation.
4: One of the boys had a swollen face saying his father had hit him. Scandals, felony charges, physical abuse allegations. That's not conservative but it is the real Eric Greitens. Show me values pack is responsible for the content of this advertising.
0: Welcome back to week in Missouri politics. It is almost Christmas Eve, 10 days until the primary. Let's talk some congressional primaries here. Uh, we had a debate last week over in, in Warrensburg on the campus of the University of Central Missouri, the fourth district. I mean, it really feels like Kalina Bruce did very well. Taylor Burke's very good campaign. I'm not sure Taylor has run the best campaign, but we're just getting down to where, who has the money? It looks like it's your guy, Rick Braddon and Alford punching it out.
3: They are. Um Yeah, Rick is on broadcast television, as is Mark Alfred, there are Super PACs in Kansas City, Uh, one spent $1.2 million to help Rick Bratton, then another Super PAC dropped about uh, $400,000 to support uh, Alfred, and another one entered this week uh, to attack Rick Bratton.
0: Who's going to win this primary, Pat? I mean, you know, you know all these people well. You're positioning with the state party. I mean, it does appear that in a, you give me the person that gets the most money in a congressional race, and I'll let I'll you take the field. I'll take that person every time. Let's say that that Bratton has marginally more money. Does he win?
2: Okay, so I think that Taylor Burks has has the ground game. Yes. But I think the momentum is going Bratton's way with ten days to go.
0: I think Taylor Burks's campaign took a hit in this on upstairs on the map. And I think if there's somebody that I think could run again and everybody would say like, yes, we're recruiting, I think it's Taylor Burks, right?
2: I would agree. He's a great guy.
0: Rudy V, tell me, I mean, we get to see a little bit of this stuff here in Jeff city of the ads. Uh, Taylor Burks has impressed me, but it feels like it's coming down to those two heavyweights that have the money behind them in Kansas city.
1: Well, you know, it always money helps. (laughs) (laughs) And getting the message message out there. And in those large races, you don't get that much done by walking the streets, knocking on doors to get the, message out there so.
0: You've been in these rooms right now. You've got, I would say Alford had more candidate money, which goes farther because you can buy a little better broadcast rate. These packs have came in. I mean, these packs didn't pick these people by accident, right? I mean, they know who they're there to support. Uh, What's going to matter in the last 10 days?
4: Well, you know, it's it's really this is a fascinating race to me because you have a TV personality with some real built-in name ID in that yeah. race. He hasn't never run for office before, and that starts him in a good place. But I just wonder if if he doesn't isn't able to hold on here at the very end. I I do think uh, Alford ends up losing this uh, despite sort of being out front the, the rest of the campaign.
0: James, as you told me years ago, before I'd ever even seen it, I could even conceptualize what it would look like that the Smithfield vote where where allowed a, a China-owned company would buy some farmland, would be an effective ad in primaries. I didn't really see it until 16, then I saw it. Very stark, very stark comparisons. It's been worked every time. They're using it against Bratton. W- what is your defense to that? W- what do you use to fight that attack off? Because it has been effective.
3: Sure, um, and uh, Rick had the same attack a couple of years ago when he ran for the state senate, and he was able to uh, withstand it. I think you know, Rick has kind of said, looking back, I made the wrong vote. And I think just being honest with voters.
0: Do you think it helps a little bit that he has served? I think it's hard to say you're a communist sympathizer if you picked up a gun for the country.
3: Yes, and also he has all the endorsements that matter with Republican voters, whether it's the NRA, Missouri Right to Life, CPAC, etc. And so I think that helps put a little meat on his bone. We're going to talk
0: about this Missouri Right to Life endorsement. I guess you think Bratton wins? Yes. Tell me, you get to see some of this stuff in Columbia. Who's going to win?
4: Well, I think Bratton wins.
0: You think, Brad speaking at the right time, I'm not even going to ask the legislator running for office to give me a prediction, uh, the seventh district, the same dynamic, James, you've got a guy, you're helping in Eric Burleson. Everybody here in the Capitol knows him. Um, you have Jay Watson, uh, one of the best centers, the state's had since term limits. But I think the difference in this race is you got Mike moon, maybe picking the pocket of Eric Burleson a little bit down there. You have some of the same folks have came in heavily for Burleson. Some of the same folks are not coming in for Watson. The difference uh, where I think may be is where does Mike Moon's vote come from and and how many does he get? That might tell the tale who goes to Washington.
3: Fortunately, down southwest Missouri, there's a much wider path of conservative voters. Um, So I think Eric Burleson can have Mike Moon peel off some votes and still be fine because it's a wide uh, lane. And he has a good conservative record that will help him.
0: Pat Thomas, I'm not sure the state's had a better senator post-term than Jay Watson. I mean, he knew how to produce for Southwest Missouri, for the state. If you had a complex issue, you went and saw Jay Watson. Does that relate to a congressional race?
2: I'm not sure we've actually seen it translate yet, and they have 10 days to figure that out with the people on the ground.
0: But I tell you, I, was, I spent some time down the last two weeks. Wasson has legit support, and, and I really think that part of the reason folks think he can win is while you have some conservative Southwest Missouri. The definition of conservative may have been hijacked recently a little bit. I mean, I don't think you're going to find any folks in Christian County that don't think Jay Wasson's conservative. I mean, he's built a business, he's employed folks. Uh, there is that old school folks down there that, while I don't know that anybody could beat Eric Burleson in a one-on-one race, with Mike Moon doing pretty well, I think Wasson's got a chance, right?
2: I think Wasson is the Reagan conservative in the race, and I think maybe that comes to play because a lot of the demographic down there is actually a different age set on
1: oh, yeah. defining conservative.
0: Rudy V, what do you think? I mean, you, you have a situation where Wasson's more your Reagan Republican. You, you know, have,
1: I've uh, learned a long time ago when you're around a whole bunch of seasonal professionals that they know what's going on, their opinions probably mean a whole lot more than my do on this issue. So, yeah, I know that's
0: the guy that says that's the one that's probably the smartest guy in the room. Let's talk about some of these Senate primaries. It, let, let's just, before we get into open seats, it's going to be tough. There has been a, a very a dynamic, unlike anything I've ever seen. When I looked at the slate of candidates and, and folks running, I was like, OK, the open seats will be interesting. Maybe Senator Brown did draw a, a sitting legislator whose family has been elected for 20 years in the biggest county. and they, OK, that's interesting. That, that could be a tough fight. It reminded me of McGee Pierce from back in the day. But when I really look at it, you're seeing the Conservative caucus, maybe their allies, to be totally clear, have decided they're going to make the, the, the Rowden Republicans' lives miserable, even in primaries.
3: It's, a, it's an interesting phenomenon. Well, and how far the Senate's fallen. I mean, I remember back in the late 90s, uh, Republicans at the time were in the minority, and they would not send a check to another Republican if they were challenging a Democrat incumbent because yeah. of the unwritten rules And where we are today.
0: It started off as the most competitive, most knuckled-up Senate race. Uh, I really thought, you know, Nick had, a, had an advantage because he has Rick Pogue and some folks behind him. He's got some activists behind him. But there was a thing called Right Path Pack that was, you know, nobody would say that out loud, but you, you got the sense was to come in for a guy like a John weeman I haven't seen that yet, have you?
3: No, and in most of the polling, uh, Nick's been up double digits, and to, on the momentum thing that Jack mentioned earlier, he was the first guy doing everything in this race, whether it's on cable, mail, radio, signs, doors, so he's really been the aggressor, and for some reason, John's been responsive.
0: N- nobody will have a problem thinking Nick has been the aggressor on anything, but flip it flip it back. You're from Franklin County. Everybody I know in Franklin County is like, oh, can't have Ben Brown. And you would have thought from the, from the impression I got, maybe I was wrong, right path pack would have been there for one of his two, Nate Tate, Bob Jones, one of his opponents. Uh, when you flip it and you look at it the other way, you gotta be like wondering, where's, where's the cavalry? Are they coming?
3: I think it's true. And I think Franklin County seat, what makes that district a little different now, uh, Osage and Warren are very conservative areas. I think Bob Jones is very well-known well known and liked in northern Franklin County. I just don't know how well he's known in the other parts of the district.
0: I mean, Jack, you're, uh, you're here in town. I think I'm sure you had the, the same observation I had. Those two races, different. It's see James on both sides of them from the, oh, we're good here, don't, don't send it, to you're probably wondering where it's at. I mean, it's a phenomenon we never saw when we saw the 100-pack last time come in. The trial attorneys now have, have completely, I mean, try to pass a tort reform bill right now. The trial attorneys have made their stake in the republican party they funded some of these candidates but you thought right path was going to moderate that out as of now it hasn't mm-hmm. happened right
4: yeah it's been interesting the way they've spent their resources it's mostly um giving it to sitting centers that aren't in races you know? governor, right? it's, uh, yeah exactly and so I, I just it's very different than i what i thought they would actually do this cycle or whatever and i, I think they are it, and again i get the feeling they're going to be around for a long time Right, so they, they may figure this out or whatever, but I'm, I'm interested they're not playing a bigger role in this, these races this cycle.
0: I mean, I think most folks think that if they're around for a long time, that's great, but is anybody gonna notice if that's what they do?
2: I think they had to find their way and I think this was the test cycle.
0: Interesting. Uh, Rudy, I mean, you, 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 <laughs> you had to be both. running, yeah. Yeah,
1: I, but I worked with John Wayman and also with uh, Nick. Yeah. Nick. And they have certainly different approaches and different personalities, those people do have a choice.
0: It is a stark choice. I mean, I think women's hung in there. But if you get outspent and you've got some of the right-wing stuff, it makes it, makes it a tough hill to climb. And I do think there's folks that thought, well, I thought there was going to be folks come in here to help, and I'm not sure. I think those folks are still waiting, right? Uh, give me a prediction on, on these races, that, a surprise one. Give me somebody that surprised you.
3: A surprise win.
0: I think Rusty. people think Rusty Black's got doing well.
3: He's doing well. People
0: think uh, that, that Curtis Wren's probably doing well. Yep. Give me a surprise that folks aren't going to see coming.
3: Uh, I think people have underestimated Jeff Rorta down Jefferson County. Uh,
0: You're right. Uh, That's a good one. Jack Cardetti, I think Jeff Rorta last time he ran, couldn't have won in 14. But I think maybe he was trying to be too good of friends with Jay Nixon and didn't want to be the Jeff Rorta from TV. I think he's being the Jeff Rorta from TV now.
4: He is. He's playing that character. I still don't know, though, functionally in a Republican primary. He's going to need... Democrats and, and labor Democrats to come over and vote in that private, but they right? I think they to be able are, to win right? So I, I don't think he gets it done there. But it, as far as a prediction that will shock somebody, I know you guys have said you think all of the incumbents that are have conservative challengers are going to win. I think one of them knocks off. I'm not sure if that's Bill White. I don't think it's Justin Brown. But I do think one of the sitting senators gets knocked off.
0: Give me one of these Senate raises that maybe you don't have a personal tie to.
2: I and think Nate Tate pulls it out.
0: You do? I saw you got the NRA endorsement, big deal. Uh, it, w- it would feel like that probably if only one of him or Mr. Jones run, they probably did do win this. But it's gonna be close if he wins, right? Yeah. Rudy, give me a prediction. You see a lot of folks, besides Rudy Veet being reelected, uh, give me a prediction. Uh, Mike Bernsketter. <laughs> I, think, I, I, I think that one, if you uh, just got the folks Blaine that Littemeyer. Bernsketter's blood kin to, I think Mike Bernsketter'd probably be in a good place. But I agree. He's one of those whose summer's been uh, less than comfortable than he thought. And uh, let me ask you this, Pat. Mike Burnsketter's summer's been a little more eventful than he thought it was going to be, right? Do you think now some of the folks that may be on the side of making his summer a little less comfortable, do you think they have targets on their back next summer?
2: I would agree.
0: about fair play. What do you think? I think so. I mean, I, I, at some point you have to stick
4: up for yourself, right? I didn't know he was a uh, bug exterminator. Uh, until this cycle, when you start hearing the radio ads. But that, I think, shows to your point that he's really taking that race seriously
3: and really getting out there and campaigning. With a minute left, who won the week? Uh, show Me Values Pack. They are yeah. mowing down Eric Greitens.
0: It's just, it's the one thing you can point to that changed the dynamic that made it happen. Who won the week?
3: TV station owners won oh, the
0: week. No, all doubt. the
3: money that's
4: flooding the airwaves right now. Shout out to Tom Titus. really, and because most of it's coming through super PACs and not Canada, they're paying rate. a higher rate yeah. right now. So you want to be a TV station They owner, love those reformers there. that reform politics. They're all the way to the bank. Who won the week?
2: Sheena Greitens. She uh, stood up for herself and, uh, and other women and managed to get him into court under deposition.
0: I Something really, we never Never started. thought right. that would happen. That's right. Rudy V, won mm-hmm. the week?
1: Well, I think Mike Burns and special Le- uh, special learning center has with the money they got through the legislature Mike's in carrying and the wonderful things it can do and everybody else is behind that's it.
0: That's got that's got to be such a major accomplishment when he looks back on his career. That's a big deal. I'm going to say I never thought it would happen. My buddy Ryan McKenna somehow through he's bluffed and 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 smoke screened away into marrying Nikki Roberts. I can't believe she actually said yes, but th- I'm very happy. He won the week, the year, the millennium, probably. My buddy Ryan McKenna, congratulations to you, and Nikki. And we will see you back here next week for our final episode before the primary, our Christmas Eve edition of This Week in Missouri Politics.
3: this program has been provided by the Missouri
2: Automobile Dealers Association, Amron, Spire, and Sterling Bank.